Blog Talk Radio.
Enfield, North Carolina. That's in Enfield, North Carolina, zip code 27823 if you need to GPS it. The event will be to teach the children in the community basic gardening. There's also a $10 donation to uh, join the class, and it starts at 11 a.m., so definitely be there. And that is on, I did not put the date on here, but I did that. <laughs> okay, that's actually the, uh, that's March 2nd, first one. I don't have it in front of me. And then, oh, okay, well, you know what? Uh, during the break, I'll give you the dates and all that, too. But definitely check out the events from ABC2, from the ABC2 Foundation. And uh, you can get more information by going to www.abc2foundation.blogspot.com. ABC2, A Better Chance, A Better Community. Also, check out the books from Markeisha Wyatt Bunn, better known as the author and poetess Wyatt. Be sure to purchase her two releases, Reflection, Past, Present, and Future, and Entangled Hearts on Amazon.com. And speaking of Amazon.com, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you definitely need to watch the new horror mystery film, Untimely Reunion. Definitely watch that. Watch the new Amazon Prime horror murder mystery film, Untimely Reunion. Okay, that's enough of me plugging shit. Let's go on ahead and bring on the coast. Uh, I mean, excuse me, the co-host. <laughs> Adrian Charleston. Yes. Yes. Hey. Oh. What are you laughing the, at? The coast is here. <laughs> the coast is here. <laughs> yeah. Right here. All right. Now, um, let me let me waste some time by asking you some stuff. Like, how are you doing today? <laughs> I am good. It's not a waste of time. It's never a waste of time to ask somebody how they're doing. I am doing wonderful. How about you? I'm doing great. See, I had this call so I could so wait. You <laughs> so it could be. Like, oh my goodness. No. Okay, okay. That that bit didn't work. All right, let's go ahead and bring no. on the. Yeah, it did. Womp womp. Need sound effect from that. Uh, when a joke doesn't land. <laughs> oh, I already got one. Baby. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Let's bring on the guest, Nakia. Yes. Nakia. Hey. Hey. Nakia. How's everybody doing? Good. We're doing well, just doing the show. Well, good. I'm ready to get started. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes, you already know how we get down, but I'm going to let the people know that's listening in how the show goes. And also, I believe this is your fourth time as a guest on Blacktopia Around yes. Table Talk Radio. Yes, it is. Yes, you're part of the four-timers club. Let me throw some cheers on it. <laughs> right along with Adrian Charleston and Rhyme Scheme and who else? Christopher Everett, yeah, all y'all have been the guests more than three times. 
<laughs> so I had to throw some cheers on it. That's a that's a milestone. Yeah. Make everybody get so many. <laughs> what did you say? Say so make everybody sound old. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I got I got to think of a more livelier uh, way to way to present that, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Now for the for the people listening in, this is how we do it. We we'll interview Nakia uh, all the way up until about nine thirty. Around nine thirty, we'll uh, we'll take your calls. If you have any questions for Nakia yourself, you're welcome to chime in. If you are streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press one. If you're listening in on a link or an app or a third party website, all you got to do is give us a call at nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. We'll talk about it, and uh, then we'll also talk about some of the topics that we have going on, and Nikhil will weigh in as well. Then we have a break at 10. After the break, we got Butterfly Flow with Adrian Charleston. Then we got more of the topics. So uh, is everybody ready? Yes. 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 Oh, that pregnant pause. Y'all, y'all got that from me. I started that. <laughs> Oh, everybody yeah. had the phone on me, probably. <laughs> All right. Nakia, you're back in the hot seat again for the fourth time. Now, uh, what inspired the song Truth Serum? You know, some personal situations, things that happen in life. Um, you know, bad relationships, stuff like that. Ah, like cheating. Huh. Right. <laughs> that dirty little word. Now, is this song based on a past relationship or your uh, your current? Uh, well, if it, well, you already did a song about it, so I can't say it, it, it is it our business. But <laughs> but it, but is it is it is it, a, is it based on a past experience or something that's kind of recent? No, a pa- definitely a past experience. Ah, good, good. So everything definitely good at good at home <laughs> with your husband. Yes, the home front is copacetic. Good, good. I got to throw some claps. Well, I'll, I'll throw some claps on it later. I'm not fast enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So who did you who did you work with uh, for the single? Um. So basically, um, as far as production goes, I worked with um, Edgenique Productions on the music. Um, and of course, uh, my band, you know, put some of the live elements on the song. Um, and then I also, there's a feature on the song. It's a rapper, a female rapper from Brooklyn named Will Bills. So that's basically in a ah. nutshell, you know, we worked with on that. All right. Cause that was my next question. I was going to ask who was Will Bills and, uh, can we expect to hear more material from, I mean, is he, is she signed to your label, or, or what? what's the deal with her? So she's not signed and to my label, but she's definitely out of the out of the camp. But she's not, uh, you know, signed um, to my label. But um, you will hear some stuff from her in the future. She's working on an EP. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. You know, speaking of speaking of people out of the camp. Uh, and and if this has actually come out, I I I, I definitely want to hear it. But uh, but D, what's up with D? So D is actually I was in the studio with her like you know last week. 
So she she actually just wrapped her last song for her new EP, and she'll be dropping it sometime this year. Okay, good, good. I'm I'm definitely because I was wondering what, what what happened to D. Well, she just disappeared. Well, you said she she been in, you've been in the lab with her. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. Definitely takes good. Time. I'm, I'm definitely takes time. Oh yes, oh yes. I'm definitely looking forward to hearing hearing from her. You know, and, and some yeah. more little bills too. Yeah, they both What'd have some pretty good. You know, I said they both have have some pretty good material coming out. It's real good stuff. Oh yes, oh yes. Now, are you featured heavily on their projects as well coming up? Or I am. I am actually. Ah, good, good. I'm certainly for, looking forward to all of that. Y'all, y'all should just do like a, a like a, a collaboration project with everybody, just just holding the mic or something like a like a, a TLC type of a project or something. I don't know if that's gonna work. That's too many divas trying to hold the mic at the same time. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, now, but there's, there's there's something in the works. Okay, okay, good, good. Now, do all three, I know, and then I'm going to get back to you and the single. I know, I know you're like, what the hell are you about them for? <laughs> it's about no, me. It's <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, but all three, you have, like, distinct separate fan bases, uh, or do you pretty much everybody, everybody that listens to you check for them, too? I, I, how's your fans looking? So I think we do all very much have different fan bases, but when we come together, and I mean, because the three of us, we've been on concerts together, um, we still get, um, you know, that positive feedback from all of the fans. So, you know, in all naturality, you know, the fans end up crossing over. Ah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Is there any other artists in the camp that we uh that we should know about that's coming out anytime soon or There's 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 a, a couple of new ones, but um I'm just gonna keep that under wraps for now. It'll be a surprise, but there's a couple of new ones. Some interesting ones. Definitely, definitely. I can't wait. All right. Uh, I lost my place in the questions I'm gonna be asking you. I just keep it real. <laughs> we don't go on because it's nine <laughs> o'clock. All right. Uh, now, for those that haven't heard the single yet, how would you describe Truth Serum? Um, and it's well, message. I'm sorry. What was that second that second part? And, and the message behind Truth Serum. How would you describe okay. it all? So basically, um, you know, it's just guy gets. You know, the woman knows he's cheating. It all comes out because he has a baby on the way. It's discovered that, you know, obviously he has a baby and it's not it's not with the main girl. Um, so it basically just kind of runs through the motions of, you know, what happens in relationships when someone gets caught cheating or you, you, you're deciding whether you're going to break up, stay together, like what's going on. Um, and really the message behind it is really – like, don't think that because you're out doing your thing that, like, I can't go get somebody else 
So, like, you're not, like, the last, you know, person on the earth. So if you're going to keep doing what you're doing, you don't appreciate me as who I am as a woman, then I'm going to go get a man that does. Mm. Oh, yeah. Now, now I want to ask you this, like, for all the women uh, out there, what, you know, uh, everybody, it doesn't, it, it be, getting cheated on is not uh, uh, exclusive to one particular gender. We all know that. But since we're talking about this particular song and, uh, and those type of situations, uh, why do you think a lot of women, when they know that the man is cheating, they continue to stay? Or uh, or they or they look the other way. Why do you think that is? Well, the number one reason that women always give is they always say, "I love him," but in all naturality, I think um, I mean, there's a lot. It's not just one thing. Sometimes you know women are insecure. Sometimes you know you someone's been with someone for so long that they're comfortable. And they're afraid to to step out of you know that familiarity um, of a situation. Um, hey, sometimes females just don't have no place to go. Maybe the guy's taking care of her, and and it's like, okay, um, he's bringing in all this money, and uh, you know, if I step out of this situation, then I'm not going to have everything that I have. So I'm just going to pretend like I don't know what's going on. I mean, there's a, you know, there's a lot of different you know things and reasons why. A woman would stay, but I, I would think that um, a lot of it is like self-esteem. Ah, uh, yeah, I definitely agree. Now, now the way I, now I, <laughs> I'm asking this this next question is not as a diss or anything like that, but uh, as I was doing the promo for it, uh, it, you know, this was this was brought to my attention from a. Uh, one of the gatekeepers of one of the websites I was negotiating with. And uh, so I'm just going to ask it on the air. What inspired you to spell serum the way that you did in the single? Um, Just, you know, it's just a little more dramatic, you know, like serum, yeah. like, you know, just, just for the dramatics of it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel you, you give it a nice uh, spicy visual effect. Spelling it that way as well. Right. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, now, um, is this song on any of the albums uh, that you already have, or is it going to be on an upcoming project, or is this just a no, standalone song, track? No, this song is actually um, off of the new album, No Fairy Tale, which is going to be in stores May 8th. Ah, okay. And the uh, the other singles, the other. Uh, I'm gonna actually mix your singles up. <laughs> gonna, do you? Uh, you talking about do yeah, you, do the you. single that came out before this one? Yeah. Yeah, yes, that yeah. single will be will actually be featured on the album as well. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I know this is going to be a very uh, this is going to be a hot project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there a uh, definitely Oh yes. Now, is, now is there a reason you delayed putting the project out? Um okay, so here's the thing, right? When you're doing projects, I mean at least for me anyway, and I'm sure you know it happens to a lot of artists. So I I recorded a lot of material. And what happens is for me at least, you know, you work on a project and 
obviously you want to put, you know, you want to put your, your best, you know, material forward. And, you know, in the process of recording, you know, I recorded a lot of stuff. And then when you think you have it and then you record something new and you're like, okay, this absolutely has to go on the album. And it's, it's constant. Like I'm constantly in the studio. I'm constantly recording. I have enough material for five albums and, um, and I'm still recording, but, um, you know, like I said, the thing is, you know, when you record, you're working with different producers, you're constantly evolving. And then all of a sudden you think you have the songs for the album. And then all of a sudden you record new stuff and you're like, wait a minute, this has to be on the album. And then you're, you're stuck with a situation where, you have to, it's kind of like they're all your favorites, but you kind of have to pick what makes sense that goes together. And you don't want to overkill the album. I mean, because I can easily put out an album and throw 20 songs on it, but what's, I mean, what's the point in putting that much material on an album? But, um, yeah. so that's the only reason, only reason why um, anything would get delayed because there's so much material. And, you know, the team, we sit down and we listen to stuff. And then, like I said, we have to, you know, decide what's more commercial, what makes sense, what makes sense to the brand. Um, I mean, I've recorded a lot of other, you know, things in other genres and stuff, a lot of crossover stuff. Um, so it's just all about what makes sense and the timing and what market to push it, you know, what direction to go in it. So that's the only reason why, you know, things would, you know, get pushed back or delayed. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I definitely feel you. Oh yeah, it's great that you're always, you know, out, you know, trying to outdo yourself as well too. Or, well, I, well, I, maybe that's not what it's called, outdoing yourself. But, you know, when you make a song, you're like, oh, this is hotter than the other song. I might as well just put this one on, you know. And right. And I mean, you definitely. Like I mean, that's the, that's the whole purpose, you know, to to do something better than what you did before, do something different, because that's what you know the fans want. They want something different, something fresh, something new. Um, and of course you wouldn't evolve as an artist if, you know, if your new stuff isn't better than your last stuff. Oh yes. Oh yes. Now, you know, a lot of your songs, uh, they tell stories, you know, it's like, it's like listening to a story. Uh, now when you put the album together, do you, do you sequence the album based on how it sounds or how the stories go? Or is it, or do you have a different methodology? Yeah, no, um, it's absolutely, um, you know, synchronized based on the story. So any album that I put out, you know, from start to finish, by the time you start in the album, you'll get a clear idea of what's going on. And then kind of like opening a book and reading a book. And then by the time, you know, you get to the last song, then the story's done. Yeah. Okay, okay. Now you do that regardless, right? Even if, like, what if a song doesn't uh, musically make sense to go back to back, but the story does? Would you you still do it that way? Like, uh, like you know, like you said, it's like a book where it's like a like it leads up, it has a build up, it kind of flows together. But you know, like you, you just listen to a slow song, which uh, which has a certain story to it, and then the next song right after it is like a a, a party kind of vibe to it do you still put that back to back just because it fits good with the story or do you kind of go well you know what uh, sonically this doesn't it may not make sense what do you what, do you still do that no i'll still i'll still put it in there in there to make a story because you know i mean 
you know, it's all about, you know, like I said, the direction and, 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 and the story. Um, I mean, you could be singing, I could be singing a sad song at one moment and then there'll be a club song coming on, like letting you know, like, Hey, all right, I'm over it. But you know, it's a story. So, you know, I don't really play by any rules. I play by my own rules. Oh yes. Oh yes. I feel that. And speaking of stories, you, uh, I know you do a lot of music videos as well. You ever thought about, Oh, actually, you know what? This reminds you, you actually, you're working on a, or maybe we can't talk or, 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 well, I'm just going to have to ask you anyway. Uh, a Netflix, um, a next a Netflix series that you were that you were you were pitching, right? Right. Um, we can't get too much into that. Um, but um, yes, but there'll be something coming soon. Okay. Good. Good. All right. All right. I'm looking forward to everything. I'm looking forward to, you know, how that plays out, the upcoming videos, things like that. And um, you ever consider just doing just like a uh, a movie based on the songs or anything, not just a music video, but just making a a, a full kind of like a short film or something like that based on one of the singles. Um, it's crossed my mind before. Um, it's not something that um I have started to pursue because I'm so busy, you know, pushing the single and the new album. But um, that could be something in the near future that I work on. Oh, yeah. Well, let me ask you, before we pass the mic to the listeners and uh, Adrian Charleston, I want to ask, when are we going to get a, we got it, well, I, I'm not going to ask, I'm going to just speak it, I'm going to demand it. We got to get a Charles Charlie Wilson collaboration from the Gap That'll Band. definitely happen. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. That will I, I, got, I got to break them. Oh yes, I gotta break that. Once you once you once it's ready. And I will definitely let you break that break that album once it's ready. Definitely, definitely. Now how 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 close is that uh when I mean I know it's definitely happening, but uh what why 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 we ain't getting it now? <laughs> I, I that's not really what I what I wanted to want to ask, but I, I might as well. <laughs> well, it's um it's just it, it just hasn't happened because like schedules and he's in one place, I'm in another place right now. Um so you know, it's just all it's scheduling is basically all it is. Yeah. Oh yes, oh yes. All right, well we're coming up on the uh the nine thirty mark very soon. And um for anybody that's listening in on the app or listening in on a third party website or or the link or anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and just press 1. We'll bring you on. We're talking to singer Nakia about her recent single, Truth Serum. And uh, also, Adrian Charleston, is there anything you'd like to ask? Hey, you know I'm on mute. Um... No, I was just listening, but however, can you, um, and I know this has been your fourth time, however, we may have some new listeners and different people who aren't, you know, sure who you are and your background and all of that. Can you tell them how you got started in singing and how long you've been singing and, um, yeah, why you started? Yeah. <laughs> so, 
I've been singing a very, very long time. Um, so honestly, how I got started, um, I used to kind of like stand on the coffee table with like a hairbrush and a towel on my head singing like Whitney Houston songs. And one day uh, her video, Greatest Love of All, came on and I was like so mesmerized and I was like, okay, that's when I'm going to be right there. I'm going to be a singer just like Whitney Houston. And uh, really, then I started kind of like doing talent shows and stuff like that. And, um, you know, one day there was a, uh, like a singing competition for, um, for like, for a record deal. And I begged my mom to let me do the competition. And my parents didn't, they absolutely didn't want me to do this competition. My father, by the way, is a musician. You know, he played with my Uncle Charlie in the Gap Band and, he didn't want me to really be in the industry either because of, you know, it's so hard, especially for women. But um, so I begged and begged and begged and they let me <clears throat> do this competition. And my mom said, okay, so I'm going to let you do this competition. And if like the producers say you can't sing, she's like, we're going to go back to our normal life and that's it. You're going to go to school. You're going to be a doctor. That's it. And so I said, okay, so I go, I do the competition. I win the competition. So now it's time to meet up with the producers. And we're there with the producers. They asked me to sing. I sing for them again. And there was probably like silence for like five minutes. And everyone was just kind of staring at each other. So my mom says, okay, see, I told you you couldn't sing, so we're going to go. So then the producer says to my mother, your daughter can sing. We want to sign her. So my mom's face, she was happy, but her face was like, oh, my God, this is about to just be a whirlwind. So I ended up signing with Super Records in California um, <clears throat> when I was about 14, 15, uh, released an album, you know, toured, toured the world. When I was 16, I did a, a Spanish crossover album that, you know, charted on Billboard, you know, in Latin America. And then, you know, it's just been, you know, history from there. Just been, you know, recording albums and, you know, doing a lot of things. So that's basically how I got started. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't even – so um, Charlie Wilson is your real uncle, not just Uncle mm-hmm. Charlie. He's actually Uncle Charlie? Yes. Okay. And see, y- y'all were talking like everybody knew that. Nobody knew that. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, I thought you when we talked about it so many times. I just thought, well, I, yeah, you're right. So many new listeners and things like that. So yeah, yeah, you all you always have to go back and just just in case you missed something. Like I missed that. I don't know how I missed it, but I missed it. So yeah, always go back so people can uh, learn more and know more and be like, oh, okay, or oh, I remember, you know, that's all. right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, me and Nakia just talking mid-sentence like everybody knows. <laughs> like, you know, right. Because like, <laughs> <knows. laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> See? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, that's good stuff, always. And we're going to listen oh, to yeah. some songs oh, during the break, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to play your latest single. Uh, okay. Truth Serum. Yeah, we'll play that. Yeah. Um, okay, just just make it I, sure. I did not. 
Yeah, I didn't upload do you into the system, but it's all good though. We'll, we'll, you know, I, I think I should have did that, but it's all good. It's all good. We mm-hmm. playing some of the Kia songs, the latest single, yeah. and how you can get it. It's available on all, uh, di- every everywhere music is being sold digital, uh, uh, iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, all of that. So, you know, just search it and. Everybody out there listening, you can search it and get those songs from the Kia. Mm-hmm. All right, we have a caller. Call it, uh-oh, the caller went away. Oh. Well, uh, call me if you're, uh, if you're still listening. Uh, just give us a call back or press 1 or whatever you did. Uh, you're always welcome. I apologize. Uh, again, if you're streaming from your phone, or if you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press one, and we'll bring you on, no problem. If you're listening in on a link or an app or a third-party website, anything like that, give us a call at 929-477-3872, and then press one, we'll bring you on. All right. Uh, okay, we got two more callers instead. That's great. Let's go ahead and talk <laughs> to them. Caller in the 267-987. You're on the air. Who is this? Hello, hello. This is Nima from Big Blue Radio. Hello. Peace and blessings, everyone. Hey, Nima. how are you? Hey, dear. And Miss McKinney, you already know. I, I, I wanted to shout when y'all said, I'm like, yeah, I knew she was um, Uncle Charlie's neat, real niece because she was on the show. The music, uh, True Syrup. We love it. I love it. I've listened to it like over and over since, you know, since we had her on the show, but I'm not going to give it away, but it's definitely, um, you know, a dope cut. She's definitely a phenomenal singer. So I just wanted to say that and I'm going to get quiet, but you know. Thank you. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Nima, thank you for calling in. Yes, she was, she's been doing a, a lot of interviews lately, you know, uh, Big Blue Radio and, <laughs> And been all over the place. But she also has uh, making connections on Saturday with Allie and Shay, and she will also be on uh, Twenty One Questions with Brenda Brown tomorrow. I'll also be on there too. Wow! Tomorrow at nine p.m. Eastern Time. Yes. Yeah, so definitely tune in for that. And Nakia okay. and some guy named Jenny will both be guests. And also speaking of guests of shows. Nima, we also got you in March. I forget we don't have a date set, but uh Nima will also be a guest here on Black Nopey Roundtable Talk Radio in March. Can't wait, can't wait. I'm excited. I love you guys. Some guy named Jay missing the kid with the skills, with the with the music and the Latin crossover, billboard charts and Miss Adrian. I mean, you know, you guys rock. You guys are doing your thing. I'm just, I'm just listening, in and I appreciate the, the conversation. In the definitely, place. definitely. Good, good. Yeah. All right, Nina, thanks for that. We're going to go ahead and take the next call. We're going to throw some claps on it for you. Yay. Thank you oh, for yeah. calling. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you for the call. All right. Caller in the 240-646. You're on the air. Who is this? How you doing? This is Tammy Young with Tammy Young Promotions. Tammy! Tammy Young! Hey, Tammy! Oh, she's on it. Bless yeah, you. I see you all over. Good evening. I see you uh, all over Blacktopia. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> you know I'm so black. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I, well, I like Miss Tim. I just wanted to check it out. It's my first time calling in. You know, I don't be on the phone too much for so interviews and stuff like that. But yeah, oh yeah, I appreciate what you're doing. Oh, yes, I appreciate what you do, too. It's an honor for you to, you know, check us out, you know, because I, I know you get busy as well. Yeah, and I always, you know, one love, got to share your post. Tag me in, I got you. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Oh, hopefully uh, we'll see you, uh, we'll also hear you on the upcoming Abiona Digital Meet and Greet that we have later in March. Right, I'll, I'll try to make it. Definitely, definitely. That'll be that'll be great. I, I saw you, you know, commenting on it, so I'm gonna throw it out there. Uh, Tammy, yeah. do you have a question from the or anything? No, I'm good. I'm just 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 learning about this, so I'm just you know I'm really shy. You might not know it, but I am. Oh, I didn't know that. You get on that Facebook Live and be talking junk. <laughs> no, nah, I don't. I don't be on the live though. Oh, I, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once in a blue moon. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. just for entertainment. Oh, but yeah, I, well, that live I was looking at, you blink. <laughs> right. Well, you have yeah. a blessed night and a successful definitely. show. Definitely. Same in you. Definitely. Thank you, Tammy Young. Thank you for calling in. One love, my brother. One love. Let's throw some claps on it for All right, all right. If we have anybody else, if you're streaming from your phone, just press 1. If you're listening in on the link or if you're listening in on one of the third-party websites or an app or anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and press 1. We're talking to Nakia. Plus, we're also, we also got some hot topics, too. You know, so we're going to talk about those hot topics, all those things that've been going on, in uh, in the in the uh, current events, you know, in, in the in the media, R. Kelly, Jussie Smollett, you know, the usual suspects, and plus we also got some other stuff too, and uh, plus black people won Oscars, you know, black people won some white people awards recently, so that's 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 cool, mm. I suppose. <laughs> uh, so um so yeah, we could talk about all of that. Uh Nakia, let me ask you something. How do you uh how do you feel about uh R. Kelly? How do you feel about R. Kelly now? Well let me say this. Um I've I've worked with him before, been in the same room with him before. Um I've never seen any signs of him um being the way any of these women claimed and I'm not saying that they're lying or tell, or or telling the truth. I don't know, but based on um you know things how we the way we see things play out, especially in the media, um I'm just going to wait and you know see how it turns out because the justice system and I'm going to put it on the justice system. The justice system fails us so much as black people that it's terrible because the media will either make someone look like a victim or they'll make someone look like a villain. And we've seen this happen in the past where someone's been accused, 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 
okay, they're convicted, they did this, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, someone paid me to lie. So it's really hard um, to really just place judgment right now. It's so early on to just place judgment anywhere. And I understand that there's a documentary and there's a lot of women that are um, coming forward. And, again, I'm not saying that they're lying or anything, and I, and I definitely empathize with, you know, what um, – what they're feeling and what they're going through. I just don't know um, if everything is a hundred percent true or real. So I'm just going to kind of be Sweden on this and stay neutral and wait to see how it plays out. Oh yes, I agree. I, I want to add on to this too. Um, R. Kelly or no, uh, the victims and things like that. Now I'm not talking about the, the, you know, the children and things like that. I, you know, I, I don't know nothing about nothing. We'll, I guess we'll see how it turns out. Uh, if he's wrong, he's wrong. Of course, he needs to to, to be punished. But um, of course, but you know, you know, definitely that. You know, definitely. But uh, I know you say, how do you say a butt in the middle of that? <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm talking about like those the uh, the other like the slaves who are like in their 30s. They're talking about their victims and things like that. And that's the part I was kind of not. Uh, not 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 under not understanding how they how they opened the door for the pizza man, but they said they were trapped in there and stuff like that, and and they had cell phones calling other people, but they they, they now, now that's the part I'm having a hard time with. Uh, um, Adrian, yeah, yes, somebody help me out with that. Well, I don't know. Like I said, I'm trying to stay politically correct here. Um, I don't want to ruffle you know feathers, but um. I mean, I mean, we can we can look at the situation from from two ways, okay? So now we, are, as we all know, there are victims that are so scared and so brainwashed that they're not going to run, open their mouth, anything. Um, so you can look at it that way, or you can look at it from a few other scenarios, um, as they were there at their own will. I mean, obviously, if you're opening the door for the pizza guy, um, <laughs> yeah no one's forcing you to stay there. So uh, I think in a lot of, I don't know, I I think in a lot of cases, especially, um, you know, when things like this happen, first of all, male artists, male, even like football players, whatever, anybody with status or clout, you have to be very, very careful. Um, You can't, you know, just do whatever you want, and that's the problem. They think they can do whatever they want because they have money, but then when someone gets mad or the money dries up or you ruffle someone's feathers, then sometimes things happen. So a lot of times, you know, these people put themselves in these positions. So you have to be careful with that. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I mean, the one, the, the one big problem that I have with this whole situation is why wait so long to come forward. That's my problem, my issue. Oh like yeah, ten years so later. Same thing with, yeah, and same thing with his uh, ex-wife Andrea Kelly. Uh, mm-hmm. How she, how she, you know, at, at one point is she ride or die, and then now she's like, oh no, I don't want to have anything to do with them. But I'm still keeping the, the name though. I still want to, you know, host parties <laughs> and and and, uh, and and cut ribbons at malls and things like or whatever she's getting uh, paid to do. I still I still want to do that, but I I, I don't you know, like what what are, what are your thoughts on uh, on her? I think and, that and um like that. I think 
in her case, um, I think that um, if there was something going on and she just didn't say anything because she liked the lifestyle that she was living. Um, and then I think at this point, she just almost, she just kind of seems like, um, like someone who's hurt and bitter and angry. And um, she's got to find some kind of way to work through that because either if he, even if, if he was doing these things or if it was just a situation where he was bringing other women into the situation, you know, into their situation and she's angry and hurt and bitter about it. And she's got to, you know, she's, I guess she feels like this is her best way to work past it or maybe get him back or, or something, you know, when women are hurt, you know, the brains start ticking in a, in a different type of way. And then it's once, you know, all those secrets are, are going to come out. So you never know. We just have to see what happens. See what's real and what's not. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I totally agree. Adrian Charleston, as mm-hmm. a therapist. What, 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 <laughs> nope. Nope. Because I, I, I can't tell you nothing as a therapist. Go ahead. Okay, but as a butterfly, <laughs> from a butterfly perspective, yes. uh, you're flying yes. around and you see things. Like, what, what, now, how would you view it? Um, and I say not as a therapist just because, you know, um, if I, I don't know these people, I haven't treated these people, and then these people have been before me. So I can't, like, give my opinion on anything in that manner. But um, for me, and having dealt with domestic violence victims, having dealt with assault victims, having dealt with um, people who have committed <laughs> these these things as well, I've been on both sides, I've dealt with people on both sides, it's I'm not going to say it's hard to say if it's true or not because every – I mean, it was clear back with Aaliyah that R. Kelly liked younger women. I actually – when I was stationed in Germany, I met a young girl. She was like 17, 18 when I was hanging out with her, but she told me, oh, yeah, years ago R. Kelly came. I said, well, R. Kelly. So, I mean, she was like 14, 15 then. So, it's, it's not unknown. Everybody knew it. It's just that nobody did anything about it, and especially – and, and and people want to blame everybody but him. So I'm not even going to say, especially the people around him, especially people that were feeding these minors to him, the people that were, he knows it's wrong. He he knows that it's wrong because at any time you 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 know it and you continue to do it because this is not a one-time thing. So I'm not even going to go so far as to say uh, I don't think he did it or wait till it comes out. It's been out. It's not it's not new, it's not it's been going on for decades with him. And at this point it's it's hard to do anything about because it has been going on for decades. And it'll be hard for him to change his behavior because it wasn't checked early on. So and there are people who've done things who've who've said things early on in life and have been able to change and come back around, but if something's been allowed to go on for decades unchecked, unchanged or or anything, these these people will continue because now they think it's right because it's been allowed. And it's just like any type of relationship. What you allow is what continues. So this is kind of not any different because it's been allowed. And for the people that, you know, and there are a lot of victims that don't speak up for different reasons um, early on, and a lot of it is shame, guilt, protection, um, and when I say protection, sometimes it's protect, protection of the person who did something to them. And um, I actually wrote a whole 
blog about domestic violence and sexual assault and, um, you know, about it not being their fault. And people are afraid to come forward because of the backlash, because they will be blamed, because they will be looked at close, more closely than the person who did something to them. And that's one of the main reasons that people, like, and I say people because men have been abused too, and men are more, less likely to come forward than women. So it, it's one of those things you, you can't put um, a timeline on because people don't always come forward immediately. Um, and sometimes they have to go through therapy. They have to do some other things before they're able to even speak about it. So then to press charges and come public because that's they're being victimized all over again. And I, as I said before um, on this show, I have not watched the documentary. That's not something that interests me because I have people in front of me that have these issues every day. So I didn't see it. I don't know what they said. I don't know what was said, but I can pretty much imagine because, again, I've dealt with so many people with these issues. And a lot of people don't even come to therapy for that. They come for depression. They come for PTSD. They come for something else, and then you find out that this has happened, that they feel, oh, no, it's not an issue. I've gotten over it, but they've never dealt with it. So it's it's just something different people don't come out for different reasons, and uh, a lot of the reasons most people, if you've not been, and I'm not saying everybody needs to be victimized to understand because I haven't, but I do understand. So just, you know, a lot of people just. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm, I, I like everything you said. Um, yeah, that that does make a lot of sense. Like uh, when you're, you know, uh, behaving a certain way or feeling a certain way, sometimes you don't necessarily know yourself where this is coming from and then as they talk to someone like you you know and you dig deeper you know and you see well they and they and they I guess they kind of say it in 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 passing like oh yeah you know I was molested one time but that's not where this is coming from kind of thing exactly right? and you you yeah. it, a lot of the times it's, it's like that it's sometimes into even though like, when I do assessments with people, I ask that. Like, have you ever been sexually assaulted, abused, raped, all that? Like, I ask those questions. And some of them will say no in the beginning until after maybe sometimes it's three, four sessions, sometimes ten sessions. They wait. Like, they don't even tell their therapist in the beginning. So sometimes they just don't tell people. It's just how it is. And then once people do say, I'm like, have you ever told anybody? And But sometimes before they even say it, they say, this is the first time I'm saying this out loud. So mm-hmm. it's, it's difficult for people to come forward in situations like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's tough. You know, I... You know, it's, <laughs> mm. and now, uh, before yeah. we get... Because we're getting close to the, to the break time. Um, uh-huh. Nikia, I wanted to ask you, uh, what was the capacity in, 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 you know, working with R. Kelly? Uh, like how did y'all, how, how did that come about? Um, I know this is something Brenda Brown wants to talk. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to no, say right quick, but no, I, I... <laughs> go ahead and I'll let you get your answer. I, I was going to do a backstory as to why I was asking you that, but that, they go, well, I was going to say right quick. Uh, Brent, I know there's something Brenda Brown is going to talk wants to talk about tomorrow, but uh, I, I I was like, why why should I let her get all the good the good juicy stuff? It, it 
You need to say this on my show too. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, basically, um, you know, I did like some studio work for him um, on some stuff um, and on some other artists that he was producing. Uh, my uncle Charlie um, set it up, and he was there the whole time. Like I said, I, I've never, um, in my times, and I've worked with him a few times. I've never, uh, he's never, you know, came at me that way, made any passes, anything of the sort. He was always very professional. Yeah. Now, some of the other weird things that you that they say about R. Kelly, like, did you? Uh, notice any of that as well? He said he said notice nothing. I guess it's that. <laughs> it is what it is, huh? Yeah, I mean, I never saw anything weird. It was like you know, go to the studio, record your parts, and that's it. Nothing weird, nothing ever. It's always very professional. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Now that uh, that number is a, it's a number with a five something. That's the person that called in a five eight six, I believe, area code. Uh, I think it's starting with five. You keep popping in and out, uh, so you're welcome to pop in and stay this time. <laughs> we'll, we'll bring you on uh, if you're streaming from the link or anything like that. But yeah, that's something about R. Kelly that whole uh, that whole situation. Well, what did you say? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I said that that's something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh well, you know, um, I do not know. I do not know what I was. No, you don't. That. You... I... Yeah. <laughs> I'm still the king of okay. improv, though. I could, I could come up with something off the top of the head. I could have thought of a question. I just, my brain fried. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe you need to maybe, maybe you need to take a break. What did you say, Nikia? So maybe you need to take a break. That was a little bit too much download of R. Kelly. Yeah, and that's what I said. It's 55, so. <laughs> you, no, you, yeah, so let's you know I don't like talking about him. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's all. It all right, so uh, let's go ahead and take our break. We're going to listen to the song from Nikia, Truth Serum. We're going to blaze that up right now. Then we'll play some commercials. Then we're going to come right back. With Adrian Charlson's Butterfly Flow. After Butterfly Flow, we're going to take some more calls. We're also going to talk about Jussie Smollett again, <laughs> if anybody wants Maybe. to. And um, <laughs> what'd you say, Adrian? Maybe. Go ahead. Yeah, that's a maybe. <laughs> and uh, and all the other like uh, like what what else happened? A lot of stuff happened, but you know, Jussie Smollett is like we'll the, talk about it after the break. All right. Yes, after the break. Here we go, Nikita, truth serum. Yes. Okay, hold on, hold on. Here it goes. So wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me get this straight. You got a whole baby on the way? I guess that was something that you just feel like I needed to know. Baby, sit down.
prepared to throw away the years. A woman scorned eyes truthfully, they revealed. Tried to hide the pain deep inside, I feel. Pitch myself just to see if this is real. I used to love you, now I really do despise. Tell you full of shit, you can't look me in the eyes. So long, baby boy, you done lost a good thing. Now go scuba diving in the ocean for your ring. I tossed that shit, nigga. Yo, what's up my people? This is Corey Big Woo Woods from Big Woo Radio And I truly hope you are enjoying this great program with some guy named Jay I know I am, but I'm here to tell you about other programs that you just might enjoy just as much That can be found on the Big Woo Radio Network Live programs and podcasts like the Florida Poetry Show Which can also be found on iHeartRadio It's a show where hip-hop and poetry meet every Friday at 6pm And hosted by James J.T. Thompson and me, Corey Big Woo Woods It's a show that brings you inspirational topics As well as a fun and poetic atmosphere The guest list includes gospel singers, hip-gospel rappers, Poets, actors, authors, directors, motivational speakers, business owners, and more. We also encourage our listeners to call in to recite poems of their own and give their own testimony. So, don't miss out. Join the fun and be an inspiration to others. If you're a fan of sports, especially the NFL and NBA like I am, then you got to tune in to Off Topic Sports every Sunday at 6 p.m. to hear the latest sports news and the thoughts and opinions from the guests and hosts of the show. The Big Wheel Radio Network also has a program that will take you on a journey to the deep darkest, nastiest, and sexiest parts of your mind, body, and soul, and you'll enjoy every minute of being there. It's the Brutally Honest Show, on every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. with your host, Nima Shining Star L, the poetic goddess Nyana Renee, and JB Mr. 299. And oh, parental discretion is strongly advised. 
If this show was to be rated, it would be rated triple X. This show explores some of the sexiest topics that would get the average radio host arrested. But that's just the tip of what this show offers. This show gives you the largest selection of independent artists that come on the Brutally Honest Show to have their music reviewed and critiqued by the host, and they always keep it brutally honest. The segments on Brutally Honest are what sets this show apart from any other show. Segments like My Honest Sexy Thoughts, which should be self-explanatory. Dive Deep with Nima, a segment that brings the more serious topics to the show. Sometimes you might cry, sometimes you might get mad, but you will always be enlightened and informed when you dive deep in the mind of Nima Shining Star L. Then there is the 299 shout out line with JB, Mr. 299. This segment is sure to make you cringe when JB does his infamous shout outs. Listeners are also able to call and give their own shout outs or they can have JB shout out on their behalf. But do this at your own risk. It will be offensive. And don't you dare forget about Kendra D and the Kendra D experience. She will return to the Big Woo Radio Network real soon with more interesting and entertaining topics and discussions than any other podcast ever. Now let's recap the Big Woo Radio Show lineup. The Bruliana Show, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and parental discretion is mandatory. The Florida Poetry Show, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. And be ready to be inspired and uplifted. Off-topic sports, every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Sports, news, opinions from hardcore sports fans. So leave your feelings at the door. The Kendra D Experience Podcast. Keeping it all the way real. So listen live at BigWooRadio.com or listen to the replay of all shows on Spotify, iHeart, iTunes. Tune in or download the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store. That's Big Woo Radio. A station for the people, by the people. Thanks for your support. This is PJ Decoder. You're checking out Blacktopia.org. Oh, yes. It's money to be made out here. Win big at the Lucky Panda. This is some guy named Jay, like I've always been. And I want to let you all know that you can win big money out here at the Lucky Panda Adult Arcade. Located 2610 Clemson Avenue, Charlotte, North Carolina. Right off the plaza. Open seven days a week, days and nights. So come on out. The Lucky Panda has skill games, fish games, and more. Including weekly raffles and drawings. So there are plenty of chances for you to win big money. The Lucky Panda also serves free food to the players on Saturdays. So come on out. Again, that's the Lucky Panda. And that's Panda spelled with a 9 instead of a P. Located 2610 Clemson Avenue in Charlotte, North Carolina, right off the plaza. Come on out and win big. See you there. Damn, girl. I ain't seen you in a long time. You done lost some weight. That's right, girl. Child, I've been using this new product, Total Life Changes Tea by CurvyButHealthy.com. That's how I lost the weight. Child. Now, wait a minute, girl. So all you saying I got to do is drink this tea, and I can go to the bathroom and piss these calories out of me? Well, not quite. What it does is speed up your metabolism, curb your appetite, and give you the nutrients your body needs so that it can help you shed the pounds. And, girl, you can lose the weight and keep some curves, too. Well, girl, that's exactly what I need. I'm trying to look good in my bikini when I go down to the beach. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com right now and order about 10 cases of that tea. Yes, yes. 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 Order Total Life Changes Tea from curvybutthealthy.com today. Yeah. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com and order about 10 cases of that tea. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com.
All right. We're back. Blacktopia presents Roundtable Talk Radio with some guy named Jay and Adrian Charleston and our guest, singer Nakia. And uh, right now we have Butterfly Flow with Adrian Charleston. Yes. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm always uh, picking my topic at the last minute, and the last minute is like during the commercials. So on today's butterfly, um, a lot of times I've just been going off of my topic that I did on my live on yesterday. So I'll just pick up off of that. So um, yesterday I talked about, um, oh hey everybody, this is Adrian Charleston with Butterfly Flow. So yesterday on my live um, Butterfly Conversations, I talked a little bit about readiness for relationships, and um, I brought that up because I try to talk about relationships at least once a month on my live, and I chose that um, because one of my friends was saying, you know, that we should talk about it, and um, <laughs> maybe they'll call in and we can we can talk about it on here, but um it was just about are, do people think that there is a certain level of readiness in relationships? And a lot of people stated that there should be, like you should be ready for what you're ready for, and if you're not ready for a relationship, be sure to say that for whatever reason. If you're if you're not in a good space, if you need to work on you, if you need to work on your finances, if you have to work on your businesses, if there's just other things in life that you have to do, and um, especially working on your happiness and working on who you are, um, because a lot of times some people will go into relationships not knowing who they are, and so not knowing who you are, you may not know how to be loved because only you know how to tell somebody how to love you. And once you know how you want to be or need to be loved, you're able to better communicate that to someone in a relationship. And, um, and you, I mean, you know, it's all about communication and just knowing that you all can work together. And it's, it's, it sounds easier said than done, but, you know, it's all about working on you and working on yourself. And um, I did talk a little bit about um, – because some people um, say and believe and they say that, you know, sometimes in relationships someone can come in and help you um, become better, help you work through all these different things, and and that is true. However, there is a fine line to where they can help you, but I would say don't become dependent on them for your happiness, and that is something that most people don't know how to do. It's a difference in someone helping you and someone being your happiness. So, you know, just be careful of that. Um, yeah, so I say work on you first. Be ready for a relationship. If you want a relationship, don't rush into a relationship just because someone wants you and they are a good person, you know, a good man, a good woman. Just because they're good doesn't mean that they're for you or that you're ready for them. Sometimes you have to wait until you're ready, and then when you're ready, things will fall into place if you want to – I have to keep saying if you want a relationship. Not everybody wants a relationship. So, yeah, so that's it. <laughs> that's tonight, Butterfly Flow with Adrian Charleston. Oh, yes, oh, yes. We also got some callers that want to talk to us about it as well. Let me go ahead and bring the Kia on. Uh, and let me go on ahead and bring in this caller right quick. 
I believe it was the call that was calling in and out. Caller in the 586-764. You're on the air. Who is this? Walter Perry Lee. Walter Perry Lee. Hey. Hey. Let me throw some claps on it. What's going on? Yeah. Good, good, good. How's it going? Oh, we're doing well. Just doing a show. Okay. Yeah, what you were saying about relationships, you know, because sometimes, you know, like, I feel you what you were saying about this, too, because that's like, to me, you know, I've always told myself, follow your mind and your heart, what you really want. And just, and if, and if, he or she is decide to say okay, you know, decide to rush it or or hey. if they want to if it is okay, let's say if, if he or she decide, okay, if you're not ready and he's ready or she's not or is he if he's not ready or she's ready, then you had to just say it honestly to them. So that's why I just oh if it would have been me, I would have just say, you know, you had to I had to follow in my heart to know if I want this, want this person to be part of my life or not. Because sometimes, you know, I'm very handling things all by myself instead of relying on others to do for me. And that's why I just leave it to God. Let God guide me through if, if the person is right for me or not. Right. And that's, that's, a, that's a good way to go. So, yeah. So thank you. Thank you for calling yeah. in, Walter. You're welcome. All righty. Oh, yes, Walter. We definitely understandify everything you're right. saying. Now, <laughs> now, now, Walter, Walter uh, before we uh. pass the mic, you were, you were saying something on the chat about uh, uh, the Oscars. You said you, you had a – what were you saying? Well, I would say it was a blessing. I was it. It would have blew me away Sunday night at that Oscar when, when um, Regina King and the guy from uh, the Green Book won, and each of them won a, won for supporting actor. And the movie um, that um, Black Panther won, and so Spike Lee won for Black Klansman. This is like for the first time since. You know, because back in the day, you know, when I look at, when I post something like, okay, like, from then on, when I put down Cindy Poitier to the guy from the Green Book and Hattie McDaniel to Regina King, that's like, we're we're getting there. We're we're there. And this is kind of telling us, telling myself, you know, what, with years I I saw that, I said, you know, this is like, we're getting there and we're, and we're gonna we're gonna keep on getting there because I keep saying that's the reason why, you know, that's the reason why African Americans didn't never watch the Oscars that much because their name never never been nominated and all that. And that's why I kept saying, you know, if if you don't put any blacks in, in films like what we saw is then we should get there. I mean, I I am it really blow my mind and I was impressed by when they all won because I knew they were going to win. I knew um, Black Panther was going to win. I knew the Green Mile was going to win. I knew, and then all that, 
and I just looked at all the black actors who were nominated, and I said, wow, this is where I want to be. And we got the BET and NAACP Image Awards coming up. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, Walter. That, yep. We, we I wish it was me. Was me. <laughs> oh, I wish my name okay, was out there. <laughs> definitely, Walter. Well, it, your name is coming, man. But uh, thank you for calling into the show. We we appreciate everything you're saying. Mm-hmm. And we understand the plot. And, um, and definitely, man, we're going to go take, go, uh, excuse me, excuse me, we're going to take the next call. But okay. thank you, Walter, for uh, for tuning in and giving us your opinion. Hey, no, right. no problem. You're welcome. Yes, sir. All right. Let's go on ahead and take the next call. Call in the 773-553. You're on the air. Who is this? What's up, y'all? This is Nanya. What's happening? Um, hey, oh, yes. Yeah, let's throw some claps on it. How's everybody tonight? We're great. How are yeah, you? Just, I just got some stuff in my face, so I got a full stomach, so I can't complain. Okay. <laughs> so um decided to call in and have fun with you guys tonight. This will be my second week in a row. So, yes. Um, let me see. As far as the Oscars is concerned, um mm-hmm. I, I just think that if you're going to complain about the Oscars, then you need to either get out the acting profession yourself or everybody need to band together and finance their own production studios, their own filming companies, uh, go more on the independent circuit, you know, especially like the Sundance Film Festivals, uh, come up with your own acting agencies, and just work your way, structure it from top to bottom, and therefore become independent of Hollywood. If you're not willing to do that, then you really can't complain about anything that goes on in the Hollywood because you don't run Hollywood. You don't run mm-hmm. Hollywood. You don't have a say. So that's just like an employee going to an employer asking for more money or time off or for a raise or whatever. These are these people there, yeah, the actors, the actresses, they make millions, but they're still an employee. And they have to deal with the film and production companies that's the employers. Just because they're making millions of dollars, that don't take away from the fact that they're still an employee. Yeah, so, and then, yeah. So when Go you ahead. fed up, what do you do? When you fed up with one job, you go to another one. You leave that job and go to another one. Well, in this case, being an actor or an actress is not quite that simple because Hollywood or Hollyweird, we're just going to say Hollyweird, Hollyweird is really a close-knit community. So if you get a bad reference, you're liable to get blackballed out of Hollywood, unlike regular people that work jobs, if they get a bad reference, they can either A, circumvent that by finding somebody else to use as a reference in a company, or B, just don't put them down, period. 
But in Hollywood, that's not the case because everybody travels in the same circles. So once word get around that you're such and such and such and such, there's a strong possibility that you will get blackballed. And if that's all you've been doing in your life or most of your life, then you're at a supreme disadvantage, especially if you haven't uh, took care of the money that you made before the incident, you're really in trouble. So with blacks complaining about more black actors or black actresses or more black movies, et cetera, et cetera, number one, there's not an international market for black movies, period. That's number one. Number two, the quality of black movies fluctuate. Me, myself, personally, I don't even watch a lot of black movies unless one particularly catch my eye. And so far, outside of Black Panther, the best, one of the best black movies in recent history was um, uh, the name of the movie was The Hidden Colors, The Hidden Fences, or some of the three black women that was mm-hmm. part of NASA. Hidden Figures. Hidden Figures. One yes. of the best black movies in modern history because I didn't even know that. I didn't even mm-hmm. know that these women contributed to the space program to NASA. Had no yeah. idea. And seeing that movie, seeing that story and what they went through, I loved it. And yeah. I'm and glad. No, I was just saying, a lot of the stuff that you're saying, um, they people have boycotted the Oscars, and they didn't you know, get blackballed or anything. It's just that black people were mostly never recognized in the Oscars. And it's one thing to not be recognized, but now that they're recognized, everybody's celebrating. But if if you think about it, they're doing it for ratings. They're, the Oscars, they give out Oscars to people who they want to have an Oscar. You don't get an Oscar for your current work. You get an Oscar for a body of work. So the people that they're celebrating now, like Spike Lee, Regina King, and all of that, they've had a body of work. Because if you ever know the history of the Oscars, people don't get an Oscar for what they're Oscar-worthy for. (laughs) Sometimes they just get an Oscar over time because, okay, now it's time for you to get an Oscar. They pick and choose. And this year they decided that more black people needed to have Oscars. And I'm, I'm, not that they didn't deserve it because they've been deserving of it and they have been deserving of getting Oscars, but this is the year that they decided because they're realizing that um, black people are coming together in certain ways, black people are boycotting certain, th- certain things, and they know if they lose the black talent that there would be no Hollywood. And that's where, I mean, Tyler Perry has his own studio, Oprah has her own studio. So there are black studios and more things coming where people are doing their own things, not only, um, you know, where they don't have to depend on Hollywood. So a lot of the two movies you just named were black Hollywood movies. They weren't all black movies, like from a black studio, black, you know, all of this. This was black Hollywood movies that Hollywood got behind and and helped out. So, um, yeah. Nakia. Is I'm here. still here? Oh, did you yeah, have I'm any here. Um, thoughts on the Oscars or all of that stuff? <laughs> I mean, really, um, 
it's all it's funny because the Oscars are a lot like the Grammys. It's really like a popularity thing because you really how it goes down is there's this, there's a there's a board of people who sit around and supposedly count votes, but we all know how that goes. Hmm. It, like you said, they they pick and choose who they want to get what they want to get. Mhm. Yeah, and that's and and I do believe that for the Grammys as well. They they. Because a lot of times for the Grammys, if you notice, a lot of people that perform are the people who win. So that's mm-hmm. like, how, how'd you know? Like, how'd you know? Like, <laughs> well, I just think so, that I just think that in regards to Holly Holly Weird, if they so what happens if they decide not to pick black nothing? Like no black movies, no black actors, no they've black been doing nothing that for decades. They've done that for right, decades. But, but see, the point <laughs> is. Yeah, black people can boycott, but Hollywood or Hollywood, Hollywood is still going to move on. Hollywood making they, billions they and billions of dollars. Black people boycotting to put a dent in it, but Hollywood mm-hmm. is still move on because what a lot of people don't realize, a lot of those production studios are now ran by countries overseas. For example, China owns Bad Robot. Paramount and a couple others. So, if you if you've noticed, there's been a steady influx of Asians into a lot of movies now. Whereas one point they were scarce, but now there's a steady influx of Asians into a lot of movies, like Star Wars, Pacific Rim, uh, just to name a few. That's because the Chinese putting their money where their mouth is. They're funding these studios, so these studios create these big-budget movies, so as a result of the funding of the studios, yeah, they put more Asian actors in. That's how the game is played. But I will say again, Hollywood knows how the game is played as well, which is why there was a record number of, of black people winning Oscars this year, because they understand the importance of black people and the importance of black people in film. Once Black Panther came out, that kind of put a lot of people on notice and a lot of industries on notice as to what black people can do, what the black dollar looks like. Because, again, this could have been another all-white Oscars, but they decided that this is something they needed to do to make a political stand, to make them look better, and to help themselves out. This had nothing to do with actually putting black films in because, again, they've not done it for decades. Black person hasn't won for decades. (laughs) So this is not something that they're doing just because, oh, yeah, it was so wonderful. No, it's time because they're seeing it's timing. They're seeing that they're going to have to start giving awards to black people because it's been complaint after complaint after complaint year after year after year, and they're doing things about it. This is the first time Spike Lee even showed up to the Oscars because he's like, no, I'm not coming. And guess what happened when he showed up? They gave him an award. They knew they were going to give him the award because he showed up. So it's just it's one of those things that I hear what you're saying, but they still pick and choose who they want to win and um, all of that. And um, Jay just said we have another caller. And um, thank you for calling in again, Nanya. <laughs> uh, no problem. No problem. I have fun with you guys. No problem. All righty. Oh. All right. Thank oh, you. Oh, yes. 
definitely none. Yeah, we're also gonna have you on. Uh, I'd like to put you, you know, have put you in the hot seat very soon too. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I'm all, hey, I'm ready for it. Let me know when. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nanya L, thank you for that. And we'll throw some claps on it. And also, for everybody listening, before we take this next caller, definitely check out Nakia's music. Check out the new single, yeah. Truth Serum. Go to Amazon. Go to iTunes. Anywhere music is being sold digitally, go on ahead and, 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 and you know, download it, stream it. Spotify it, all of that stuff. Just do it. All right. Caller in the nine. Uh oh. Caller in the nine one nine five six one. Oh. Oh. Did you say five six one? Is that? Did he say five six one? Hello. Yeah, you're you're talking. Hey. You're talking. Hey. Hey. I'm getting feedback from your phone. From your phone. Yeah, because I don't have my headphones. Anyway, say hey everybody, it's Rafe. <laughs> I'm trying to work on my. <laughs> I'm scared to speak out. I'm scared to speak out. You said you can't. You yep. can't hear me. Yep. Okay. I'll fix it. Well, we can hear you. We can hear you. We talk. We talk. We're getting feedback, We're getting from, feedback your phone. from your phone. Got it. I'll fix it. Okay. Uh, oh. See, I told oh. you I'll fix it. Did you fix it? Did you fix it? I fixed it. Nope, I still hear me. Okay, maybe it's fixed. I don't know what else to do. No, it's fixed. Okay. Is it fixed? Yes, hey, hello. Yay! Yay! I'm here. Thank you, Harry. Give it up one time for the technical difficulties. Yeah. Right, right. So, so is there anything that. you wanted to is there anything you wanted to add, Miss Raven, as to what y'all, we've been discussing I mean, tonight? Y'all, just, y'all went all the way around the world, went to the equator, <laughs> like y'all talked about a lot tonight. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't think I wanna beat the Oscar talk anymore. I think we yes. have established what we're gonna establish, so we'll move right along. Um, hi Nikita, how you doing? Hi, I, I like your little single. It was I was banging, I was rubbing it during the um, break. Nice to see yeah. you, meet you. Um, I think maybe the only thing that I wanted to say was um was to ask you a question, Adrian, about your butterfly oh. flow corner. Um, yes. what are some suggestions you can give people? to know if they actually are ready because a lot of times our egos might feed us into Mm. believing that this is what we want. We might Mm -hmm. start, we get disillusioned into things. We, we, um, I don't know. I think when we're not necessarily in the right head and heart space internally with ourselves, we'll look for certain things in other people and we'll start seeing things that aren't really there. So my issue, I think, or what I want to um, talk about is what are some, like, distinguishable things that you can look for within yourself when you're kind of thinking that maybe you might be ready to mm-hmm. be in a relationship? Because that's, cause one thing I also find out, too, is that a lot of us somehow just find ourselves in relationships mm-hmm. unintentionally, which... Mm-hmm. 
also is a danger because I think <laughs> that the beginning, the beginning and end of things should be just as intentional as the beginning and end of anything. So, yes. um, and I feel like we don't do that a lot. I think that either we haphazard in or we haphazard out. And so that causes mm-hmm. some issues and problems for the next. Are there some things that you would recommend that we look for within ourselves that would be like, okay, no, I think I'm ready to, to do this, you know? Yes, yes. Well, I would say first look look for happiness within yourself because uh, a, <laughs> a lot of times people, people are not okay with being alone. There are some people that aren't okay with being alone. So that is one of the first things. You have to be okay with your own company and be able to like you and love you because if you don't like or love you, I'm not going to say because, you know, people don't like the saying, you know, nobody else will. There are some other people that will, but they won't know how to do it properly because, you know. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, yeah, they just won't know how to do it because you've not, you don't know how it's supposed to feel, and they're just giving you something. Um, another part is liking yourself. A lot of people go straight into the, hey, I, I love me, you know, type thing, and not I like me. So you have to be able to like you. You have to be able to like who you are, what you're, what you're about, and what you're doing. And then you have to be able to love you in order for someone else to be able to to know and love you. So it it takes time. Um, And for, and I will tell, for some people, it's that point in time when you're saying, oh, yes, I am, I'm single. I am good with me. Not the I'm single, oh, I don't need nobody. I'm independent. I'm done with men. I'm done with women. Not that independent. It's the, huh. I'm I'm okay with me, and you can do things on your own, and you're happy with yourself, and then somebody will pop up into your life. You're like, oh, wait a minute, this is what we're doing? But it, you have to be okay with you first before jumping in, and I know what you're saying when you said some people just jump into it and um, not thinking – and because you know you can fall into relationships when you're when you're not whole and when you're not ready, and um, sometimes just stuff just happens, and sometimes those people are around to help you move forward and through some things, and not necessarily for you at that time. Sometimes they're there to teach you something. So yeah, that's a whole other thing. But those are some things. <laughs> yeah, Nakia, you got any relationship stuff you want to talk about? <laughs> um. I don't know. I, I think that um, one of the major problems is people always jump into relationships and they skip that step of being friends first. Mm-hmm. So I think that yes. people need to be friends first because when you're in that friend stage, that's when you're learning a person, you're learning about their ways, they're learning about your ways, and then you're going to know, you're going to see things that you're either going to like, you're not going to like, and then mm-hmm. you'll know, you just, you'll know when when you're ready to take that next step. And also I think um, another big thing is communication. And women, mm. especially women, we love to get the lines of communication crossed. And what I mean mm-hmm. by that is a woman could be can go on a few dates with a, with a man and there's no boundaries that were established. But in our mind as a woman, okay, I've been on a date with this guy several times. He's feeling me now automatically in that woman's mind. He's my boyfriend. 
And right. that man wasn't thinking the same thing. And then the next thing you know, he's dating other people. You're exclusively dating him, but it was never discussed or agreed mm-hmm. upon. So now you're in a situation where it's like you're feeling hurt. He feels like he did nothing wrong. And then the situation just tumbles out of control. So there has to be that clear communication, and you cannot assume things. Right. And Yes. And and I do want to add to that because one of the, the funny memes that I've seen is that because sometimes sometimes men can get defensive when you ask them what you're doing because I'm an asker because I do believe in communication. Like, okay, are we exclusive? What are we doing? Where do you want to go? How do you want that? You know, what does that look like? And then some men will get defensive and be like, oh, we just dating. We just... And some men think that you're saying it to lock them down. No, most women are asking because they want to know if they can see somebody else. Like, they need to know, too. It's not all about you, player. Like, just. <laughs> right. That's why I think it's yeah. best to always have these types of conversations um, in the beginning. Once you kind of cross that, like, friend boundary and it's going mm-hmm. into another area, it's always good to have that yeah. conversation in the beginning. So every both parties yeah. know where you stand. Yes, and even as it changes, if your feelings change, have the conversation. If you want exactly. something else, have that conversation. There's nothing wrong with going back to it each time. So, um, exactly. yeah, Jay said, Jay said we have some more oh, callers. So um, go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll say uh, we're going, before we go to the next call, I want to say something about the relationship thing too. Uh, fellas, oh. I want to say uh, keep keep it real. You know, uh, you mm-hmm. know, let her know that you are, you know, when you're just going out on the first uh, date or two, that you are dating other people, you know, that you are dating and, and, and you know, so, so she knows what's up, you know, that, uh, that you're doing right. that, you know, so, yeah, so, yeah, just keep it, keep it real. Uh, yeah. Um, and if she asks and, about and- a relationship. I was going to say, if, if she asks about a relationship, like, uh, you know, just, you can say you're open to it. You know, uh, but you you just you know you're just dating right now. I'm dating right now. I'm, I'm chilling. I'm you know having fun, doing whatever. Uh, but I'm definitely open to it if you are open to it. You know, so that way she and knows. And that's what I was about to uh, say. Yeah. And <laughs> so more importantly, yeah. and more importantly, don't lead don't lead a woman on and make her think that it's going to be something it's not. You know, just come out mm-hmm. the gate and say, hey, I only want to sleep with you, and give her a chance to say, you know what, I don't think so, and walk away. But you know what? You'd be surprised at how many people will say yes, because sometimes that's all some women mm-hmm. want to. It's not just yeah. about the boo, the do. so come on now. You, you'd be surprised at how many women will be like, oh, yeah, that's what's up. Okay, cool. Like, give give people an option. Let them know. They You'd be surprised at what people will do. And will take mm-hmm. from you, you know, take from you, and be willing to do with you. So don't don't underestimate women and thinking that all women want this magical relationship with marriage and all this other stuff. Sometimes because they're trying to get ready for their relationship and they're in their readiness level. Sometimes they know that they don't want to do more with you than whatever they do with you, and sometimes they will tell you. So yeah. Oh yes, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely not one of those guys that get surprised. I know, uh, you know, women like to have fun too. <laughs> you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you for the mic back. So, uh, yeah, yeah Raven, uh, we're going to take some more. Oh yeah, we're going to take some more calls. 
Uh, but Raven, would you like to hang out with us a little longer for the uh, for we end the show? Chilling, chilling. Okay, good. That was a yes. Sorry. Let me, yes. let me try that again. That was a yes. Okay. Yes. Oh yes, definitely, definitely. All right, we got two more callers left. Uh, well, right now we might have some more later. Uh, let's take this one right here. Caller in the six three one two one six. You're on the air. Who is this? This is Mojave. Hey, Mojave, Mojave how are you? Hey, what's going on? Yeah. How are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Ooh. It's been a lively conversation. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, okay, okay. And so um, I, I was trying to get on earlier, but I'm sorry, uh, my six-year-old was just giving me problems. Um, so... Bad idea. Don't give Pepsi <laughs> next to bedtime. Yeah. Even if they ask for it. It's water. Right. So not mm-hmm. right now he's bouncing off around, so I'm just waiting for him to crash. So I've sequestered mm. myself into a room with the door locked. And somehow, oh, magically, that's what it is. Yeah, pretty much that's how it works. <laughs> um, definitely yeah, and he's he's mm-hmm. lethal with uh, Nerf guns. Whatever people do, don't buy Nerf guns. They will shoot you in inappropriate places. They'll make you want to kill oh. your child. So, yeah, it's not yeah, good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just or don't have kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I, I'm, well, it didn't work for me. I'm for the murder, so I'm stuck. Um, <laughs> stuck. Anyway, um, the, the, the yeah. tail end of the conversation we were talking about, um, you know, fellas should let ladies know, but I also want to present the other side of that because there are women mm-hmm. who also play the field, who also, they'd be mm-hmm. like, listen, I don't want to be in a relationship with you because you don't have your stuff right. together, but you make me feel mm-hmm. good. So you can sit over here on the side. I'll call you off the bench when I need you. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so, of so, course. So there, <laughs> there's actually a thing because um, actually in another group down in, um, there's one particular person who happens to also be in my group. Um, I feel that she has this love affair with uh, uh, talking about how bad black men are. And I was like, well, oh. if you, your experience is not monolithic, <laughs> like you can't just put it on everybody right. because of your experiences. you know. And so every article she posts is about how trash black men are. And I was like, mm. um, I was like, I was like, I was like, but you never post this in my group. And she goes, well, well, most of the black men in your group are they're they're thinking and feeling black men. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, what does that mean? What does so, that mean? but they they would debunk her issue that she's trying to play in the other group. That's why she doesn't post it in your group. Exactly. So, so <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I yeah. took one of the articles as it was because it was talking about the sex workers saying that black men were trash and they were all going in. I post that group. I didn't want to tag anybody to it because I just wanted to be organic, mm. you know. But, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where she was talking about how black men don't tip, they don't pay, they do anything else, and she'd rather mm. have a misogynistic white man or a violent Indian mm-hmm. man as a John. <laughs> like, I was like. You really posted this, like, like, how does how does that work? But right, you know. But at the same time, okay. I'm like all things. We live we live in times where literally people make their choices. Like, I know women mm-hmm. who choose. They choose the relationships they want. They tell they'll tell people, hey, listen, mm-hmm. you're only good for this. <laughs> you're yeah. nice. I'm, I'm one of I'm you. one of those women. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we 
we're not gonna get into. That. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not gonna get into all of this. But no, I, I choose. I communicate. I, I, I'm just saying. He's so silly, Raven. And and actually, Raven knows this too. I choose. I communicate, and I let people know because sometimes. And what Nakia was saying about getting to know people and being friends with them first. Once I get to know someone, I kind of know how far I can go with them in a relationship because you can mm-hmm. talk to somebody and meet them and be like, yeah, you're not for me, but I can put you over here for this. So. Yeah. <laughs> See? And so, yeah. and, and, yeah. and that's fine. But, you know, that's fine. And it's, yeah. and it's really, it's really interesting. That's right, girl. You know, Child. because, you know, I don't know why yeah. people don't want to be, you know, I'm like, I'm like, you know, for certain people, if you have a horrible experience with with the men that you've chosen, you know, then mm-hmm. I'm like, I I'm gonna have to tell you, like, basically, I was like, yeah, it might be you. <laughs> and yeah, you can't put it's it the on men everybody. that you're choosing. Yeah, right. you got to be accountable and for your own actions. Exactly. And Mojave, we we are short on time, and we have a okay. couple more callers. And what I do want to say is that we have to have you as a guest one day because yes. you have a lot to say and you have a lot going on. So. I'm going to get with Jay and work on trying no to get you on before April. <laughs> no, we did. We did talk about it, but shameless plug, you know. You know, we have the yeah. Erotica Slam weekend, Black Erotic Creatives uh, gathering in Atlanta, April 4th through the 7th, per, primarily 5th through the 7th. Um, and we also have uh, uh, Miss Miss Adrian. She's actually leading uh, a workshop, a panel on uh, yes. publishing and performance, people who publish and perform, works of erotic and beyond. And we're going to do that, and she's going to be late night, of course, and we have amazing poetry happening and lots of workshops and all the good stuff that's happening. But I've already talked to you, Jay, we're going to do some things in Blacktopia. Yes. I was suspended for 40 yes. days. Forgive me, y'all. Um, yes. It was like the worst, the worst thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> I know, especially when you're trying to advertise for something and get ready. Yeah. But um, yeah. I'm going to start pushing soon, so don't don't think I'm not. But yeah, no, I'm no, ready. I'm, I'm ready to hit I, Atlanta. I'm I'm not even worried about. It. Yeah, listen, listen, it's going to be magical. But you know, we're trying. Yes. We try to get the Blacktopia people to come out and have a good time too, because uh, our yeah. our people is a good people. We got good people. We got great people. Yes, Blacktopia right. does have great people. So, all right, Mojave, thank all you right. again for calling. No problem. All right. All right. Talk bye. to you later. Bye. Definitely. Thank you, Hob. Thank you for calling in. Uh, we're going to go on to the next caller. Thank you for that. Well, actually, the uh, oh, when they return, uh, callers, uh, anybody that's still listening, if you if you got out of the queue, press one again. Uh, if you hung up but you're still listening in on the app or anything like that, just give us a call back. Uh, you know, I know when we talk to other people, you know, just just be patient. We'll get to you. So, um, you know, you know the phone lines get lit up. So give us a call again if you're listening in on the app or a link or a third party website. Give us a call back nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two and press one. All right, there's one of the callers that's that's called back. And I know who oh. this is, but I'll let him tell it. Oh. Caller in the seven hundred four. Oh, oh. No, no, no. Actually, no, go ahead. I was going to ask you something. No, I was going to say, what did Don Tito do? Because you had his picture up there, and that's my boo. So I, what happened with him? But you can tell me later. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and take the next call. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Call in the seven hundred. Uh, excuse me, seven hundred four six zero six. You're on the air. Who is this? John. It's Brandon. How y'all doing? Hey, Brandon. Brandon. 
Hey, how's everybody doing? Hey, Nakia. Hey, Adrian. Hey. Yeah, I was, <clears throat> I was just going to be short because uh, I know y'all pressed for time. I just wanted to say that all y'all was doing a real good job tonight listening to all the topics. They were beautiful. They were very inspiring. And um, it was um, a lot of knowledge being passed around, and I really appreciate it. And um, oh, I'm going to get Brandon. off the line now. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon. Well, Brandon, Brandon. We love when you call. Well, yes, we sure do. Now, Brandon, before you go, uh, what do you think about Nakia? You got a chance to listen to the single Truth Serum? Um, to be, uh, to be. Oh, okay. I thought I had muted it. To be totally honest, um, I was busy at the time working, and I was actually needing to talk to someone, so I kind of took the headphones off. But I did hear a little bit of it, and like. The music was beautiful. Like, everything came together perfectly. I heard a little bit of her voice and the beat. I didn't get to hear exactly how the song was put together and what she was saying, but the little bit of words that I heard, they were nice. And um, like I said, the music, everything, the beat, it was just, it was real soulful. I liked it. Oh, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. You got a question for the kids before we, uh, before we go on next thing? Um... I would just want to um, say to, uh, like, never give up on your goals and just keep striving, um, representing um, black to the fullest, and um, being your true self. Mm-hmm. That's it. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you, Brian. Definitely handle your business, man. Definitely thank you for calling. Yes, sir. You as well, John. I appreciate the show, man. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead and put some claps on that, please. Yes, let's throw some claps on it. There we go. Yes, great testimonial. Definitely, y'all get the single. You know, it's on Amazon, it's on iTunes, everywhere. Yes. Yes, yes. Now, what did Don Cheadle do? I'm just curious. Oh, yeah. Don Cheadle, go back. That's my boo. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, Don Cheadle didn't. Um, it was. I don't think it was as big as the other things though. But it was. It was something that I kept seeing on my stuff, on my news feed and stuff like that. But uh, I actually I saw a little bit of the episode. Don Cheadle. Uh, you know how it is. Well, yeah. Let me just say what he did. He didn't do anything bad. Please. You know, he uh, wore a t-shirt. Hello. Go ahead, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> getting a little antsy. You're a butterfly Point. though. Yes. Okay. Here's the point. So you know when it's like dark outside, right? And you can see the moon, and then sometimes like you'll hear sound. Okay, let me get the point. <laughs> Don Cheadle <laughs> on purpose. Thank you. Okay, Don Cheadle. Uh, he wore on Saturday Night Live. He wore a T-shirt that said, uh, I believe it said, "Trans kids." No, no, protect trans kids or something like that. And a bunch of people, a bunch of our people was like, well, what about the black people? What, what about us? Why don't you come up there with a Black Lives Matter shirt? You're going to get on a white show and talk about some trans kids. You ain't going to say nothing about uh, the black kids. And then and, and, and that's all that was. And uh, and since, uh, okay. Jesse, since Jesse Smollett and R. Kelly been dominating, and I like to throw five pictures yeah. up there, I said, hey, you know, might as well even it out. So Don Cheadle up there. And so people could call in and say, why? Why is he up there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's about, okay. Yeah, but that's what that was. Yeah. 
And um okay. I saw a little bit of the episode. I uh I I um I didn't I, I mean you can wear whatever you want to wear. Why why do you you don't have to I'm pretty sure Don Cheadle cares about black people. He got black kids. His <laughs> himself. So wow. you know and there's that. <laughs> and there's that. So what? I right. said and there's yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, leave Don Cheadle yeah. alone, man. It's a war machine. It's a war machine. But yeah. Are y'all feeling like are you feeling like though that we are in a time where it's like people are outraged just to be outraged. I feel like mm-hmm. people on a daily on a daily basis just wake up and go, "What's going to enrage me today? And what am I going to rant about on my news feed today?" And mm-hmm. not paying attention to the fact that what they're you know what they're trying to you know rage about today completely contradicts what they just raged about last week. <laughs> and so, and, cause they're not because they're not keeping track, right? It's just uh, and that's what I was about to say. Today. And some of the oh. the rage that they're showing today is stuff that happened years ago, and then they pop up. Ooh, I'm so mad about this. I'm like, this is 2015. This video was posted literally four years ago. Like, I'm not understanding. <laughs> Where were you four years yeah. ago? <laughs> I did. I saw one of that too. Something that was old. That's what I was mad about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep, so they're reaching for stuff to be outraged about. They're stretching and finding and searching and looking. And I'm just well, like, oh, um, whatever. I think uh, what what ends up happening is um, news is convenient when it's uh, convenient for certain people. So mm. when there's something bigger going on in the world that we should be focusing on, they throw these other things out to take focus off mm-hmm. of, you know, what we really need to be focused on. And I think, you know, that's that. what happens. I mean, because someone wearing a, a T-shirt that says uh, support, you know, trans kids, I mean, how is that a topic? I mean, people, how do we know? He might have put that shirt on for the day. That might have been the only clean shirt in his closet. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, he might not even been trying to make a statement. Who knows? Exactly. Yeah. And I'm just saying, yeah, that's my boo. Like you're talking about Don Cheetah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 I, I saw it and didn't care. Like, I was like, oh, oh you know, it, it didn't seem like he was trying to be out loud with he just had a shirt on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, right. Yeah, and, right. Even if he, and even if he did, I like I said, it's not, it's not big enough. There's so many other things going on in the world, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so I missed that completely. Because even when I Googled it, I couldn't find anything. And I did see the thing about he was on Saturday Night Live, but I still didn't get what the issue was. That's why I was like, well, let me just ask. (laughs) Well, I mean, in all naturality, I think the issue is that he's black. That's what the issue is. Um, I mean, black people in the industry are so much more scrutinized than um, Caucasian people are in the industry. Um, Mm -hmm. It's you know, it's like we have to watch what we say, line our steps. The only time you'll really see, um, you know, someone Caucasian um, being scrutinized if they accidentally step out of line and say, you know, like the N-word or something like that, or they say something racist, and it's like, okay, I have to apologize. But they can say all other types of crap that a black person would never dare say or we'd get thrown under the Mm -hmm. bus or our career would be over. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I but I also think what was great about 
what was great about that is that it died out so quick because it didn't have any steam. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I think that there's something to be said for the fact that, that Adrian, you really didn't see it and you really didn't know what Mm -hmm. it was about until Jay posted the picture and you were like, what's that about? So like, because any, any other time, anything that happens over the weekend, we're talking about it Sunday, we're talking about it Monday, so that by Tuesday, Mm -hmm. we definitely, everybody, it's infused everywhere, right? So I think that right. the fact that you were kind of like, wait, what is this about? Shows that it died down quick because it was, it was okay, there was no steam to that. People just saying something right. to say something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. You didn't have same power yeah. at all. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. a good thing. Um, Jay, we're, we're at seven. <laughs> we're at seven minutes. So, uh, yeah. Nakia, I want to I wanna get all of your 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 spots where are you where can people find you ig facebook e- email website all of that all right so <laughs> basically the website is www.soundsofnikia.com you can go to my site and you know click all the links to get to all my social media but on instagram i'm nikia12000 on uh twitter it's at hughes underscore nikia um, Facebook, it's Nakia's World. Um, or if you just Google me, it'll pop up um, on the Instagram. Of course, there's a booking link. On Facebook, there's a booking link. Again, to get everything in one spot is www.soundsandnakia.com. That would be the easiest thing to do and click on all the links. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to point out, did you see how my girl said, Google me? That's how you find yeah, me. You yeah. Google. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She took it back to the person. I love it. That was everything. Because <laughs> being Googleable is like a whole other level of life. <laughs> and I did make a oh, yeah. Google Googleable. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that. What were you about to say, Jay? Oh, I guess nothing. Yeah, nothing. No, no. Yeah, yeah, I was acting. um, Yeah, you can also stream uh, the video on YouTube, Nakia's Truth Serum Mm -hmm. video, and you can also stream it on the Blacktopia mobile app as well. You can get the Blacktopia mobile app from iTunes, Amazon.com, and Blackberry World. Also, if you have an Amazon Prime account, go look at that movie. Uh. Yes, go look at go look at the movie on Amazon Prime, uh, Untimely Reunion. Untimely, un, excuse me, Untimely Reunion on Amazon Prime. We'll certainly look at that. It's it's, it's great. It's great. Hmm. And um, and, you know, we, and we, we did not talk about Jesse Smollett tonight, but I did see your post where you talked about the um swimmers and how they lied and they still doing stuff. I actually wrote a blog about the swimmers back in 2016 and I was going to put it under the picture, but it is so long. Like it's an actual blog, but for some reason I never posted it. I don't know why. I think like time had passed and I was like, eh, I'm not going to post it, but it's, um, I think it's very good. So I might post it in the group, um, later, maybe not today, but (laughs) we'll see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's one of the things, like, yeah, they lied. They made a big lie. They did all this stuff, had all these people thinking that they were being treated unfairly, and they were over there wilding in Rio. So, 
And oh yeah. I don't think much don't much happened to them at all. So. Oh yes, and a lot of white people lie on us, that and then nothing yeah. happens to them, you know. And 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 even people, like like that's why what I said last week about Jesse Smollett, I said I wasn't even that mad about him lying because they do it on us, nothing happens to them. Jesse Smollett does it, Smollett does it, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, you, and we're saying it harder than the white people. The white people are kind of like, ah, we knew he was lying. They laughed it off. Right. We're the ones saying, ah, f him. You know what I'm saying? And, and it, even right. some of the LGBT black people are saying that about him. And I'm I'm chilling. I'm like with the like, hey, he, you know, keep yeah, man, let that man have his job, man. Dude, he need to do a press well, to release. Me, the verdict, uh, yeah, the verdict is still out for me because I'm still trying to fathom how you make millions of dollars. Okay, I'm gonna speak for me. Okay, so I don't make millions of dollars, and somebody that make millions of dollars want to hire me to do some illegal stuff. I'm going to take more than $4,000 for just me. I'm not going to split $4,000 with nobody. <laughs> but didn't they, didn't records came, come out that show that that actually wasn't a payment for exactly. the it was attack? Exactly. It was a payment for, it was a um, payment for something completely different, for um, personal training, wasn't it? Yeah, um, it, was. it was. Exactly. It was something but completely they different. Were saying, yeah, but they were saying that it was for right. that. So my when thing is $4,000. Really, really. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm just gonna, I'm still gonna wait. I'm still holding out hope. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> oh yes. Well, we only got a few seconds left. Raven, definitely thank you for calling. Anybody that hung out with us this long, I want to let you know that we're having a contest. The <gasps> contest is you can be. Yay. Yes, you can be a co-host. On Black Topia presents Round Two Talk Radio, and if you want to, uh, you can be a coast. You can be a coast. <laughs> yes, wow. if, if you want to be a coast, <laughs> uh, just check out Black. You have to be in the Black Topia Facebook group in order to be eligible for the contest. In order to be a, a future co-host. So, uh, so yes, and we'll put the rules in the group, and uh, we'll talk about it from there. So, all the month of March. We will be uh, we'll be screening the contestants and things like that, and we'll announce sometime in April who our uh, okay. who our winner will be. So um, and there'll be a co-host on Black Toby Presents Roundtable Talk Radio, not just for one episode, but for as long as they can do it. <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, not 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 a not a co-host for one episode, but a co-host uh, permanently until they get tired of of us. So so yes. <laughs> Yay! Me and Jay will have somebody else to work with. Yay! Yay! Where are these claps? Jay, what's going oh, on? Yeah. With claps tonight. Claps. Oh yeah, claps. <laughs> yes. And I want to give one more clap for Nakia. Thank you for sh- Yay, Thank you for being a part. And um, also Nakia will be. Also Nakia and I will be on Brenda Brown's Twenty One Questions. And we'll post that up in the group and uh, check that out. We're gonna we're gonna have a great show. All right, time's up. Good night. All right, night everyone. Night. <laughs>